This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Montana's entire congressional delegation has asked the Biden administration to hold off on a move to unfreeze $6 billion in Iranian oil assets as agreed to in a hostage exchange from August. U.S. Senator John Tester, the Democrat, joined Republicans on Tuesday calling for the $6 billion to be withheld. Tester called for an investigation while GOP lawmakers were confident Iran played a role in the attack that's killed more than 1,000 Israelis. Quote, As American intelligence officials continue to investigate the terrorist attacks carried out by Hamas, we should review our options to hold Iran accountable for any support they may have provided, Tester said in a press release. Senator Steve Daines was one of 19 Republican senators in the letter requesting that the funds not be returned, quote, to stand by and allow Iran access to those funds as Hamas infiltrates Israel and murders, rapes, and mutilates countless Israelis is unconstitutional. That's according to Senator Steve Daines. Representative Ryan Zinke said in an early morning interview on Fox News that there was no doubt about Iranian involvement. He provided no details. Eastern District Representative Matt Rosendale issued a statement of support for Israel. Quote, This horrific attack by Hamas terrorists on Israel, America's strongest ally in the Middle East, puts the face on hate and in full display. Montana's Commissioner of Political Practices has dismissed an ethics complaint filed against Lieutenant Governor Kristen Juris by the Montana Democratic Party over the home she's renting in Helena from the Montana Family Foundation. Commissioner of Political Practices Chris Gallus ruled in favor of Juris, saying the rental agreement and sworn affidavits show that she has rented the home near the Capitol in Helena at what both parties agreed was a fair market price, and there's no evidence to show the rental was offered as a gift for any political favors. Quote, there is simply no allegation in the complaint which would allow me to conclude even a potential violation, Gallus wrote in his order. Attempting to attribute powers the lieutenant governor does not have and cannot have to support the complaint is fatal to the complaint itself. The Montana Democratic Party filed the complaint December 19th of last year asking the COPP to investigate whether Juris was renting the home just a block from the Capitol at below market value. Gallus found the initial complaint failed to state a potential violation of the Montana Ethics Code and contained insufficient allegations for him to find an allegation. Lincoln County has joined several other Montana counties that are refusing to collect mill levies for school funding as the Gianforti administration has ordered. The vote was unanimous to lower the mill levy from 95 to 77.9 for 2024. Local schools are not affected, according to Commissioner Josh Lecter, because the state will fill in the rest of the money with general fund dollars. Commissioner Brent Teske said, 
Are we going to overtax just because the state wants more money? I'd rather fight with the state than burden our taxpayers. Governor Greg Gianforte says that 95 mills is the correct amount that should be levied based on state law and that reducing it could put future school funding in jeopardy. But according to information from the Montana Taxpayers Association, the State Department of Revenue says that 77.8 mills would collect the proper amount of revenue. Thousands of gallons of molesticide have been intentionally released into the Snake River from the hydropower plant at Twin Falls. It'll go down to Centennial Waterfall Park. The effort is to kill quagga mussels. Idaho state officials say they have no choice after quagga mussel larvae and an adult mussel were found in a section of the river last month. It was either that or let the small invasive pests slowly take over the waterway, clogging pipes and choking out wildlife. It is hard, said Chanel T. Walt, the director of the Idaho Department of Agriculture, and as hard as it is, it would be harder to have this river changed forever. Even though officials say the water will still be considered safe for humans to drink during the treatment, no one knows exactly how the river will be affected by the attempt to kill the larvae and mussels. State officials say fish and plant life will die. As of Monday, 20 hatchery-raised sturgeon from 6 feet to 2 feet, along with several hundred other fish, including large-scale suckers, common carp, northern pike minnow, and yellow perch, have been pulled dead from the river. Officials say mammals and waterfowl living near the river are not expected to be affected. Idaho Governor Brad Little says if the mussels had been firmly established in Idaho's waterways, it would cost the state $100 million a year. Mussel larvae were confirmed September 18th after a routine sampling of water at Centennial Waterfront Park. Ten days later, a scuba diver found a single adult mussel at Shoshone Falls. The discovery of the adult mussel was incredibly fortunate, officials say, equating it with locating a needle in a two-mile-long haystack. When the adult is discovered, it added more urgency to the situation. Montana faced almost the same threat five years ago when vlegers were found in a river in the central portion of the state. No adults were ever discovered, and the state remains muscle-free. Mary Ann Nelson with the Idaho Department of Environmental Quality says the department doesn't know how long it will take for the river to heal. Fish and Game will look at restocking options after the treatment is over. Northern Plains independent publisher Darla Downs has won her case that said the Roosevelt County attorney was not qualified to run for the office there. Frankokas was running in an election for the office to which he had been appointed after the county attorney, Austin Knudsen, was elected Montana's attorney general. Downs challenged Pico's bid for re-election by pointing out he was not a resident of Roosevelt County. He had a residence in nearby Valley County and sometimes lived in Yellowstone County. 
District Court Judge Catherine Bidegary ruled that Downs' plain reading of the law was correct, even though Piocas had rented some office space, office space that was rarely, if ever, used. Piocas had argued that renting space was enough to fulfill the law and that he was actively looking for housing there. Ultimately, the judge ruled that Piocas didn't fill the residency requirements and was banned from being the county attorney. Piocas filed an appeal with the Montana Supreme Court, and in a five-judge unanimous decision, the state's highest court, which is also the appeals court, ruled that Piocas had not been properly elected. The court focused on what constitutes residency in a county, which includes a place where an individual is fixed and intends on returning. Quote, the key difference is that Piocas never made his dwelling, abode, or habitation in Roosevelt County. That's according to Chief Justice Mike McGrath, who wrote for the majority. He pointed out that Piocas had never spent a night in Roosevelt County or put down payment on a house. Therefore, the court couldn't even find that he had intended to remain there. Quote, the district court had substantial, credible evidence to support a find that Piocas was not a resident of Roosevelt County. That's according to the Supreme Court. Beartooth Highway has closed for the winter season. The Montana Department of Transportation shut the road down on Tuesday. The stretch of road is located almost 11,000 feet in elevation, and drifts can grow to 26 feet high over the winter. The target reopening date in 2024 is Memorial Day weekend. If you need to hear this, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 52 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations, and countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.